0: For the brothers, For the that, don't brothers be that don't be knowing What's up? What's up? He is Troy Abbott, PT Yes
1: sir
0: My name is AJ Smith, is strength coach, owner what? Here at Smith's Fitness This is Busy Getting Strong The Smith's <laughs> Fitness Podcast Let's get it yeah, Alright, welcome to episode 7 I was just telling Troy that I thought after like 2 episodes We'd have nothing to talk about And then we'd just get stuck in the mud So I'm pretty stoked that we're uh, we got to 7 Ten, we've got to have some sort of party after ten. What do you reckon? Yeah, yeah. What do we? I think, I think most people would sort of do one or two and then be like, "Oh shit, what are we going to talk about?" Anyway, today's heaps of topics to come. Yeah, we got heaps. Um, Like I said, we're going to a hundi. Today's topic, um, we haven't really got a title for for today's episode yet, but it's um, we're talking the world's best athletes. What creates a bit? What what sort of characteristics do they have? How do you make a good athlete? all that sort of stuff. So it's going to be a little bit all over the place. We're going to talk about our favorite athletes. We're going to highlight a few. Um, Let's go over, firstly, a bit of a weekly overview. I'm going to let Troy uh, take the mic on this one. Troy's challenge, something that he's just started. So off you go, bro. Yep.
1: Just put this up yesterday. So a little challenge with the clients and everyone from the gym or all over the place, basically. We're going to see how long you can do a dead hang for. So... Just hanging off a bar. The, the idea is to be able to try hit a minute at least as, the, as the challenge. Yep. If you knit more than that, even better. Straight arm hang. Straight arm hang, yep. yep.
0: Uh, how long have you done? Have you maxed out? I haven't it out? maxed out. I oof. did the
1: minute as a, as a little video sample to see what it's like. And the minute was pretty tough. So, yeah.
0: grip strength? Is it all grip strength? Yeah, you
1: Yeah, yeah, I think mostly grip strength and uh, yeah. and the willingness to just to hold on. I think that's gonna you know a bit like planks when you can just hold it. If you just you really can mentally uh, you just, need just switch yourself
0: else to think about and, yeah, go um, to your
1: happy place and just hold it. So all right. Um, so, so the competition will be for the best, not necessarily who can hold it the longest, but uh, you know the best um, best effort best effort at
0: holding on. Yeah. Yep. All right. So if someone's uh, Someone's struggling and they and they struggle for a while. So the key for that one is here's how to game the system: <laughs> just act like it's really That's hard it. from the start, yep. and then like last a minute and be like, "Oh, I can't believe I did that! That's Massive it. PB!" and then you win.
1: That's it. <laughs> That's it.
0: All right, so jump on that and tag. I think you uh, you said to tag yourself and yep, and all like that sort of the... stuff. Tag you, um, share the page, like the page, all that sort of stuff. That's the one. So yep. find that at Troy Abbott PT.
1: PT on Instagram and then Strengthletics on Facebook as well.
0: There you go. Um,
1: the whole idea is hopefully we can get these sorts of things running every few weeks. Yeah, have I, might some have challenges, to, yeah so. I
0: might have to have a think about that as well. I like it. It's good, man. Some handstand ones. Longest handstand. Well, that's a good one. Yeah, yeah. chuck that in. I'm coming oh for God. it. I'm about four seconds at the
1: moment. Four sec. <laughs> I think my best was about 10 seconds. Yeah, so. shit.
0: All right. Uh, how's your training been going, man?
1: Training's good, yep, uh, just uh, plugging away still, um, yep. starting to just increase a little bit of weight now as the, f- as the foot's getting better, so... Cool. Um, it was hard work last night, a bit tired, but... Yeah, yeah
0: you are knackered when you left.
1: I was really tired last night. Some but... big
0: sessions on Monday for the crew. Everyone, yeah, actually, everyone was leaving just like, oh...
1: It's good though there there was a lot more people in the in the gym I thought Monday uh, like powerlifting the Powerlifting crew like there was getting a bit quiet for a bit there with the powerlifting crew now it's yeah quite it's so a few far, guys new so far new people away in the gym. from
0: um so far away from competition so it's all yeah everyone's sort of all over the place that's not it. training as specifically so people don't really need like knees wrapped or spots and stuff like that so And that people
1: change their training days around a little bit more yeah that's as... it so that is it but it was a good crew last night it's good fun sweet got around it so
0: yeah, uh, my training, what have I been doing? I bought that uh, ski, the um, monstrosity of a ski kayak, five and 5.7 meters long, this thing, yeah. and here I am, you know how I'm like, oh yeah, just go deep end and like, just figure it out. Dude, I jumped, I, I sat in it, and fell out, straight away. First guy. First, like, I fell out, so I went yesterday down Rocky Beach, flat as a lake, like, I fell out, I'm going to say 15 times, in 40 minutes. <laughs> The longest I probably did without falling out was maybe four minutes. It's that hard, man. Yeah. Like it's not just a normal. I
1: I've never done. I've only ever done like canoes, so I don't know what it's. Th-
0: Dude, it's not like you know those plastic kayaks that you get from like fishing camping world. Yeah, yeah. It's not that. Yep. It's 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 so hard, man. I was trying to explain that. It. It's just is the only way I can explain it is, like you think you'll be able to do it, you can't. <laughs> like that. I've got good core strength, good balance. Like I can skate, I can surf, yeah, wakeboard, wake skate, all that sort of stuff. Um, this was something different. And then there's like, you got to add in trying to part, uh, trying to paddle fast. Yeah. So at this point, I'm not sure about that adventure thon or at least the paddle part of it, but I've got seven weeks. Like I was saying, I've got seven weeks. Mm-hmm. So in about a month, I'll know whether I'm, I can stay in the boat well enough to want to do that race. Like I don't, I could do don't it. Don't
1: shut yourself off just yet. Don't oh no, I'm like, not yeah. definitely
0: not. But I was like, fuck 13 Ks. Yeah. I can't stay in it longer than a couple of minutes. Yeah. Right. Like it's a bit much, you know what I mean? You don't <laughs> want to be that guy. It's like, Oh, we're just waiting for him to finish. And he's like two hours late and needs like a fucking needs someone to come out and like help him paddle the rest of the way or something stupid. So yeah, that's my training. Um, and then other than that, just running last week, uh, ran every day after the X adventure. Yeah. Only little bits and bobs. No real long runs last week. I did 16 Ks was my longest. Got a long one planned tomorrow. So fueling up today. Um, That's basically my training. A couple of other things. um, I'll go over this first. I'm going to Bali on Sunday, having a week off. So for all the members listening to this, uh, the code will be put on the uh, Facebook group. Don't share it with anyone. And the gym's yours, 24-7 access for everyone. I'll be in still as well. And Troy will be in. Um, So there'll be no group sessions. um, And if you're a PT client... There'll be no PT sessions either, (laughs) if I haven't told you already. Um, And mostly, most of the programs are done. I've still probably got a couple backing up uh, programs to do for people. Um, After that, PB's for pals. Uh, You've probably seen this on Instagram and Facebook. We are throwing a fundraiser for our very good friends, uh, Abby and Nathan. Um, Abby's unfortunately been diagnosed with breast cancer and has just started uh, undergoing her chemotherapy, so we are going to throw them a fundraiser on Mm -hmm. April, March, April, May, May the 18th um, at 10 o'clock. It's going to run more of like an open day. People can sort of pick and choose uh, what PBs they want to do, what sort of tests they want to do. And then everyone else can pledge um, whatever they want, basically. So for example, Troy might want to Bench press hundred kilos as many times as you can. Well oh, that's and, not gonna raise too much. Hands. And I might say <laughs> I might say if you hit ten, I'll donate fifteen bucks. Yep. Or I might donate two bucks for every rep or something like that. Um, we're gonna do a couple of little crossfit type of workouts. We're gonna do um oh, maybe even a three-point comp basketball I like the basketball if your if good. your ankle's better we might even play skate and get get some pledges on the game someone skate. Did put
1: that up i'm hoping the ankle comes good yeah that'll then, be so. good
0: so it's just going to be a um a bit of an open day and a chance for us to sort of um help out our friends in need so yep. get around that uh 18th of may i yep. keep messing up the date 18th of may saturday 10 a.m um sausage sizzle all the
1: welcome down to Yeah, everyone's welcome down.
0: So if you're not a member, come down. If you want to hit some PBs, all good, just let me know and we'll try and get it in the schedule. So could be could be anything. Like you might want to max out your block pull. You yeah. might want to do as many reps as you can with a certain amount of weight. You might want to do... What are you going to be
1: going for? Are you going to do one?
0: Um, I'm going to do like the little CrossFit ones that, that we're going to put together. Yeah. So I think I'm going to just go with some little 21-15-9 workouts yep. and put them sort of in and around everyone's PBs. Um, I might even try and knock out like a... A fast three k or something. Just jump on the treadmill and just like try and slug it out. Slug it out for like twelve minutes or something. Hit a PB there and I don't know. I'll sort of jump in. I'm not going to do any powerlifting or anything like because I haven't been lifting. It will fucking ruin. It. I actually
1: don't want to do any powerlifting either. I wouldn't no, do power stuff. Mate. So no, I'm keen to just try some max chins or something. Max like chin ups or pull ups. I think. Yeah. Something like
0: that. I'm thinking of things like burpees in a minute, like an air air bike races, rowing races, stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. Yeah. It's just going to be fun. Alright, getting on to our main topic. So, we haven't got a title for this one yet. World's Best Athletes, What Makes a Good Athlete. I'm going to go through a list, right? We're going to start with this. Yep. I'm going to go through a list of... And there's definitely going to be people, like athletes, not on this list. So hit us up in the comments when we post about this.
1: It's hard to go through this. <laughs> yeah, list.
0: You, can't, you can't have everyone on here. And I, I sort of was saying uh, before we started recording, like, if you're the best in a sport that no one does like we, you're probably not on the list you know what i mean like you've yeah. got to be known you've got to have done something and people you know there's got to be a, a large sort of pool to pull from yeah. when it comes to so this list so i started off um uh with our sort of powerlifting bias so everyone sort of knows ed cohen 71 world records so I think he was just chasing himself, basically. Yeah. Setting a world record. Every every PB hit was a world record, I'd say. Um, seven takes. seven USPF national champs, six IPF world champs. Now, I did mention to Troy this morning that he... <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> I'm not going to get too controversial. He did uh, fail drug tests. And there's actually some like... Legit useless drug testing apparently by the IPF. Like there's no chain of custody of his samples and all this sort of oh, shit. Really? Some real weird, like some real shit that went on. Um, just from a, an interview I read um, this morning on T Nation that the sam- like it was pretty um, amateur the the way they went about taking samples and all that sort yeah, of stuff. Right. Yeah, and there's some. I think there was a little bit of I don't know. There's some dodgy dodgy dealings going on with some of the some of the drug testing. Um, some people might have not wanted him to, to win, that yeah, sort of uh, thing. But anyway, he's known as... Controversial. So, yeah, that's just... We're, we're going to put the powerlifter there at the start because we're a little bit biased in that regard. So, yep. Eddie Cohen, um, 71 world records is fucking insane. I, w- I wouldn't have hit 71 PBs in my life, <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, yeah, and then six IPF world champs. I-, I go straight there as an Aussie, Donald Bradman. Yeah. Donald Bradman, man, like... What a dude. Average is 99.
1: And he would have got the 100 if he, I think he got a duck on his yeah, last... innings yeah, yeah, or something. Yeah, so that's yeah. it. Yeah.
0: I think he needed four runs or something. Yeah. And he got a... I think, yeah, he got a duck, didn't South he? South
1: Australian too, isn't he? Is he?
0: Yeah, I think he is, for Ooh, sure. Oh, I played... I think he played for New South Wales most of the time. Oh. Yeah. And then after him, Sash and Tendulka is... So, like, Donald Braman's almost... Him and Wilt Chamberlain are, like, they've got their own record books sort of thing. Yeah. Like, he just, it's almost untouchable... And then Sachin Tendulga scored a hundred international centuries, yeah. which is nuts. The next best is uh, Ricky Ponting, and it's a long obviously, against, isn't it? obviously, yeah, he's a, so he was only seventy-one. Yeah, so twenty-nine more centuries. Like given Sachin's um, like career was that much longer, that's just huge. Like to be that far above everyone else, and then even further above is Bradman. Yeah, but. Like, Bradman didn't play nearly the same amount of games. No, no. Um, so it'd be, it's an interesting thing to say. Like, if Bradman played more, would his average have gone up? I reckon it would have went down. If he played Ooh. as many games. It's hard to say. Yeah. It's really yeah. hard to say. Um, you can't say it now. Then we've got... So this is just a big list of people that I sort of thought of, and then I went and got like their major achievements. Roger Federer, uh, 20 major wins. Yeah. I think there was guys with more career titles. But like there's all those little ones. Yeah, right. And they're all dotted so, without and I don't think like obviously the majors um are the majors for a reason. So yeah. they're the ones that you you peak for and you plan for and but I think it was like Jimmy Connors or someone. Some American I think he's well, American I reckon one, The other thing with Roger
1: Federer as well is there's been some other guys around the period yeah, that he's dominated exactly it. that have been bloody yeah, almost so, at his level too, you know. So like he's Nadal had to and,
0: share those in the era of Nadal, yeah. Djokovic and um was he like, Sampras, was he around at Sam- I, I think he might have just started just,
1: just as Sam but yeah, yeah, speaking of Sampras like all he had to do was beat Agassi, wasn't it? it was, you know yeah. that was always the battle of
0: Yeah, well. Yeah, I always remember that. Like yeah, it was those two and then it was just all Federer and then like Nadal every now and then and then Djokovic Yeah. um sort of took it over, but yeah, I like that's that's important to say. So you look at those other guys like Bradman, he's so far ahead but then you sort of say like, Oh well, was was, Yeah, was what were the guys like that he was playing against? Um, sort of thing. And then you look at Federer and you're like, he couldn't have had better competition. Yeah. And he still came out with twenty major wins. Um Serena Williams, twenty three. There's a couple of other Switch. girls like um Nat, Nat over, I think. Steffi Graf was up there. Yep. Um and then I think is it Margaret Court had a heap as well in tennis? Um but there's like two eras in tennis, open era and then there's like yeah, yeah I don't know that Yeah I'm not too um, Not too versed on it I don't watch a lot
1: of tennis To be fair
0: But that's huge man Serena Williams is like Like when it comes To being dominant Like Jesus 23 major wins Yeah that's it's huge. huge Yeah Um, I mentioned yeah. him before Wilt Chamberlain Seven times scoring champion Basically every individual record And that was really like Men amongst boys Sort of thing Back yeah. when he played Like he's got his own Record book There's a few that are getting Like knocked off now Like Russell Westbrook was, so in 68, Wilt Chamberlain had a 20-20-20 game, yeah. which is 20 points, 20 rebounds, 20 assists. It might have pro- probably <laughs> 20 blocks for Wilt Chamberlain, but like three stats with more than 20. Yeah. And then Westbrook just did it the other day. First person since 1968.
1: Yeah. I love Westbrook.
0: Eh? And so he sort of hunts it, though. Yeah. There was a bit they, they highlighted on ESPN where he... um So he would never normally be... Uh, What do they call in the lane for um, uh, free throws? Yeah, yeah. and he just swapped out with the dude so he could get the rebound. (laughs) And then the last play in the game, he grabbed like they sort of boxed out. It's almost like they boxed out for him, and then he got the rebound. So um, there's a bit of I think there's a bit of stat hunting when it comes to Westbrook, which I love even more. Yeah, Um, we'll get to him as well. So yeah, Wilt Chamberlain and then Bill Russell, man, eleven time champion with the Celtics, and I think he won a couple as a coach too. So, 11-time champion. That's nuts. Just to play 11 years is yeah. nuts in the NBA. And we'll get to the NBA as well. I want to talk about the NBA.
1: NBA was a big one.
0: Um, Steph Gilmore, Lane Beachley, seven world titles. Steph Gilmore will add to that. I'm not, how, not sure how old So, she she's is.
1: equal now with Lane, huh? Hey? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, she equaled her.
0: Let me see how old she is. How is Steph Gilmore? She can't be 30. You reckon she's 30? I
1: always think of her as being so young, but yeah, now it's, she's...
0: Steph Gilmore. definitely googling this on the podcast disrespectful 31 31. well mate if she's anything like she takes after Slater she's got plenty of years she's got
1: heaps of years to go then yeah
0: so those two seven uh, world titles I'm not sure what's the next best after that I think there'd be some girls with some four or fives probably like world titles I'm not sure who Uh, I don't know much about boxing but I I didn't want to put Floyd Mayweather on here who's a fucking knobhead um, so, Rocky Marciano, 49-0 and 0 as a heavyweight. Yeah. And I think that's, like, that's way back in the day. Like, boxing was so loose back in the day. Yeah. They just box forever. Um, so, 49-0 as a heavyweight. Like, Floyd Mayweather went 50-0. But I just hate the whole... You don't like Mayweather. Oh, it's just, everything's so, like... He's obviously good, but everything's so calculated. Like, I feel like... I don't know. He... Because of the whole business side of it, he can just yeah. pick and choose when he wants to fight, who he yep. wants to fight. He knows he's going to win, knows what he needs to do. Yeah, he's got like probably got the judges and people in his pocket. He puts on his own promotions. I just think it's not as good as forty nine zero back in the day as a heavyweight. Yeah, true. So yeah, he'll get a little he'll get a little mention. Yeah, Usain Bolt, man, eight gold medals. Yep, eight gold medals. And and for me, it's like yeah, cool, eight gold medals. There's probably actually that's a shitload, but. It's in, like, in those events, man. Like, they're mostly from the 100 metres. Yeah. Um, Relay, 100, 200, i And the dude's, like, playing other
1: sports now professionally, too, you know? Like, Like think
0: think about... Yeah, well, yeah, he's trying to... I I forgot about that, trying to play soccer. Um, But think about, like, that's, like, the 100 metres... It's like the one of the pinnacles of oh, sport, isn't it? Yeah. It's like at the Olympics, that's what everyone wants to watch. Going
1: back to kindergarten, it's just always days, like, like hundred meters. The... <laughs> who is the fastest over yeah. hundred meters? It's yeah. just
0: like that's the event, and he like eight times gold medalist. Not just in that event, but other events as well. Yeah. Um. Don't know too much about Pele, but three World Cups. I think they're back to back for Brazil. Yeah, but, yep. Um. Like I think it just gets drummed into you. Like we're too young to know about. Like we never watched Pele or. I don't even know how old he is. Uh, but yeah, three World Cups is huge. I think this is massive, man. Cristiano and, um, so Cristiano Ronaldo, Lionel Messi, five, I'm going to butcher this, Ballon d'Or awards, five each, competing against each other and everyone else. Yeah. That's huge, man. To man. be the best soccer player, like voted the best That's soccer what we're talking player. About earlier, yeah. Like, think it's... of the
1: pool. From yeah, that, that's the whole world basically. That is every the world that's, game, isn't
0: that's it? That's so. the well, yeah. the The most people are playing that sport, yep. and they've won not once, like yep. not twice, three, four, five times, man. That's yep. fucking nuts. So that's just like, yeah. I think there was a couple, couple of oh, maybe a Dutch dude was like had two or three something like that. Yep. Um, Tom Brady six Super Bowls. That's nuts as well. You know why it's nuts? Because obviously he's like the most pivotal position. He's won the most Super Bowl rings. I didn't know that. Yeah, right. I thought there might have been like some dude that just blocks that had just been lucky enough to be on yeah, right. a heap of teams that had won, but he's won six man. As like it all hinges on him. Yeah, that's fucking nuts. That's yeah. huge. So no, yeah, I thought for sure someone had won more than that. Super Bowl's weird, man. I'm just like I don't know. There's not not like basketball. Like teams don't seem to like go on these big runs as much. Like, the the actual team themselves.
1: Yeah, right. That's a good thing, though. Oh, yeah, definitely a good thing. Not like the EPL, where it's just like...
0: Yeah, same four teams win all. Yeah. yeah. Oh, mate, there's been some... So, like, the Celtics won for, like, a decade with Bill Russell. St. George uh, Dragons in the NRL won for, like, 12 years straight. Jesus. Yeah, back in the day. the
1: AFL, I think the most is four... I think in a row, four in a row. Who was that? I don't want to have to say it. it <laughs> um, the old magpies. Was uh, it? So was that back in? the I day? think it was Collingwood. Anyways, yeah, yeah, that would have been like yeah.
0: Proven wrong. Time ago. Um, let's get into. So I think these last few, like Messi and Ronaldo, that's nuts. Tom Brady's nuts. Kelly Slater, eleven-time <laughs> surfing champ. I'm legend. I've left out skateboarding because, and I, I like, I looked up Tony Hawk with this. He's won like seventy-one competitions or something. But I feel like national championships of skateboarding it's not a thing it, it, it's not, it not really will be. A th-
1: i think that's the thing like there's gonna be some athletes now now that yeah. it's looked at more as a I'd, sport i don't like... know
0: but like back then like who was traveling from anywhere to yeah. go to california to go in the and i'm um, like air quotes like world cup of skateboarding or something like yeah. no one it's not a thing no that's right and it wasn't and yeah he cleaned up and he's like with, he's amazing and all, like he's obviously transcended generations he's still skateboarding he's yep. an awesome athlete but I feel like they're sort of, not empty, but yeah, it's not, it wasn't as organized a sport as these other sports. Exactly. And like to win, like... But I see skateboarding
1: to... as being where surfing was a few years back where it just sort of yeah became this sport. And I, Well, you know, I, I, I looked into like, you surfed. could
0: think of like Niger with like Street League. Yeah. Like he's like won a handful of those, you know, and if... Chris Cole as a wow yeah man there's so many that you could that you could come up with but I was like is the competition there I think it's there now yeah with street league and stuff street but league. back then who was travelling yeah as a skater yeah not many so it was either you're in California well some of the
1: best skaters weren't focusing on competition were they well there's because that as well street skating and, and that parts and, 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 and
0: Hawk copped a lot of shit for that yeah because it was like you know seen as sort of selling out a lot anyway back to Kelly Slater 11 times champion this is the one that gets me, man. He's the youngest champion yeah. and the oldest champion. So he won it at the age of 20, and then he won it at the age of 39. How old is he now? He's still competing, right?
1: Is he still going? That's, that's just long. Is he? Yeah, that's... So he's... yeah, that's
0: another thing that we'll get to, too. Kelly Slater. How old is he? 47. Oh, so he hasn't won it for... Still looks young, too. He hasn't won it for a while. Oh, mate, he's killing it. And the, his best accomplishment... He was on Baywatch. <laughs> um, Michael Phelps, hands down, I'm gonna say it, the most dominant athlete of all time.
1: Yeah, if you look Olympics um, wise, you've got to look at it. I'm gonna
0: say who. It, it's hard because it's pretty, sports, yeah. sports have their own like um, little intricacies that make it like easier, make it like make it harder, that sort of stuff. But Michael Phelps, actually, I. I'm going to get Olympics. to that. So, 28 Olympic medals. I think he was only, he did 30 events across his career. Yeah. And he won medals in 28 of them. Wow. Yeah, that's amazing. The biggest, the, this is what makes him the most dominant. So, 28, you're like, cool. Oh, how many did so and so win? The next best total medals is 10 less than him, some Russian gymnast. Yeah, right. Yeah. So, he's won the next best for number of medals is 18. And he's won 28 in a sport that's the participation in swimming would be up there wouldn't it it's not exactly like you know like I was saying it's not balance beam archery like no one's doing it yeah Um, that's nuts but I don't know so when it comes to sort of looking at like the intricacies of the sport so you look at Bradman like other people have an influence on him you know what I mean like he has to react to the bowler yeah whereas Phelps just does the best he does like no one else like it's a closed sport yeah. You know what I mean? The skills—it's all on you. Whereas, yeah, which so I,
1: in my opinion, it's more impressive than those single, like, people sports, like, like you know, like a tennis player or a swimmer. When it's all on them, like, they're not—they're no reliance on team. Not so much so, a team,
0: but like, so tennis as well. Tennis and cricket, obviously, you've got to react to another athlete. Yeah, in swimming, it's just like go there as fast as you can. Yeah, yeah. Turn around, come back this way. There is like, yeah. Oh, someone went out quickly. Someone got out of the blocks. Oh, like if you—if it's like, say it's athletics, someone jumped this high, through this far, yeah. Then you can react to it, but they have no—they have no impact whatsoever on how you do. Yeah. Whereas with cricket, you know what I mean. Yeah. They can—they bowl it at you. You got Bradley. You got
1: throwing it down. Yeah, again. yeah,
0: yeah. So I think maybe that for me, like you look at dominant athlete, maybe Donald Bradman is the one because he was that much better than everyone, and he played in a sport which is dictated like. They bowl, they bowl it at you. Like, they, they can have tactics, you know, yeah. to to make it harder for you. Exactly. Whereas true, with true. runners and swimmers, it's just like, go as fast as you can. It's yeah. all about your capacity. Yeah, true. No one has an impact on you. Yeah. Sort of the same as golf. Like, there can be an impact on, like, the scorecard yep. or knowing how someone's doing. But they can't psych out. No But they out. can't physically, like, limit the way you perform. Yeah. Yeah. True. Um, if, if you way. think about it like that. Yeah. So yeah, for me, like that, I look at Bradman and I'm like, oh man, Brad- Bradman's like especially in a sport like that where people can bowl it at your head six times in a row back then. Yeah. Which he had to deal with too. Um, with like the body line stuff. I reckon he's up there. Same with powerlifting. Like no one has an effect on you. Yeah. Like, yeah, or you might see that they're opening at this, they're doing this for their second or you know, what they've done in the gym, but that doesn't impact how you can execute your skill. Yeah. And I think tennis, cricket, you know, there's a there's sort of different sports. Boxing. Dude's trying to box your head off and you yep. win 49
2: in a
1: row. That's it. Yeah.
0: I, I don't know. These are just things like... Even soccer as well. There's like, you know, oh, we're playing against... Who's Cristiano play for? Barcelona? Oh, not anymore. He changed He changed, didn't he? Was it <laughs> yeah. Barcelona? I can't remember. No, it's Real Madrid. Messi yeah. played for Barcelona. So, all right, we're playing we're playing against Messi, shut him down. Yeah. And then no, nah, yeah, I'm still can get, winning this they can shit. Get tagged out you know what it. I mean? Yeah. So that makes it that makes an athlete as well. So, when it comes to like the the quickest, let me put this back up for you, man. The quickest way to sort of say like what makes a good athlete, I'm going to say winning shit. Like Same. that is just hands down you have to win shit. Yep. Think about all the athletes that are on here that like and we talked about it phone call, nope. Um we talked about it in was it episode one or two? Um, like what sport creates the best athlete? Which we're not really talking about that here. We're talking about like done the best in their sport, accomplished yep. the most, dominated the sport. We're not talking about who's the actual best when it comes to strongest, fastest, yep. most agile, that sort of stuff. Um, so I think it's winning. I think that's the best way to I think it's winning it. yeah, shit because yep. Cause you could look at Phelps and be like, well, he's not going to be able to surf like Slater, and Slater won't be able to swim like him. Yeah, but he probably could swim pretty good. Um, but yeah, we're going to get to what actually makes a good athlete, but I think like, the best athletes, they win shit. Like that big list I just went through, they win shit.
2: Yeah. They've all done um, the There's
0: one right. name that we haven't gone over. Have you got any, uh, actually, well, before there we get one, to Well,
1: there's one I was looking at. I was like, oh, there's no strong man. There's I no, looked at that. Like Brian Shaw, maybe? Or there's, there's... there's
0: been a handful of dudes that have won four, five, I think, four. Zdrina Savicis has won four. Yeah, he's won four. Yep. Pudzianowski might have won five. Yeah, right. And then Brian Shaw's won four. Um, There was a handful that won three, but I think that's that's again that's one of those things that like is so limited. And I know we spoke about basketball, but like you can't be the world's strongest man and not be. I know Eddie Hall's done it. He's a bit of an anomaly. You can't be like, you can't be 130 kilos. You can't be 140 kilos. Yeah, you you can't be probably one fifty. You have to be like, so there's so many people to just like count it out. Yeah, you know what I mean. But yeah, there's those what four or five. The 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 good thing about those guys, how's the longevity with those guys? Like Zdravko Stavikas is still going. Yeah. Um, Terry Hollands still going. Fuck, there's man, there's some years on those boys, and they're still just like they're still the strongest people in the world. Yeah. After like Brian Shaw's on the way on the decline. Not sure how old he is, but he's, like... Even Hathor has been around since, like, '09. He came yeah. third or, or 2010. That's 10 years, man, of just fucking eating and lifting yeah. your face off. So, oh, yeah. That's...
1: a bit be a hard sport Dude, to stay in rough. Like, oh, no, But like... I just
0: feel like um, you are limited. Like, you can't teach being huge. Yeah. You true. can try, but, like, you go and do it. Yeah. You know what I mean? I want to. You <laughs> could do... You <laughs> could chuck on an extra 100 kilos. Yeah, you there. know what I mean? You could do good in... Like if you really wanted to in weight class, the strong man, yeah, but it's not it. World's Strongest Man, is exactly, it? Exactly. Yeah. It. It's sort of like trying to be the best center in yeah. the NBA and being like six foot. So yeah, yeah it's not happening, buddy. Which I'm going to talk about. Yeah, you yeah We're
1: favorite athletes. We're going to go through that
0: either. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, so what makes a good athlete? Winning shit. Now, there's one name that I left off here. Do you have any others to add to that? That's not this next name no
1: I think you've done pretty well there I've done Britain. well
0: like there's gonna be sports like I said if it's fucking balance beam archery no one cares like there, there's gonna be people That's... I'm sure there's like some dude who's sick at NASCAR or fucking motorbikes and I'm like how many people are actually doing that I don't know it's not the same as being Messi and R- Ronaldo or Bradman where there's a heap of people playing the sport Yeah. you've got the whole of India whole of England whole of fucking Australia playing cricket I, yeah. sort of, I left off rugby league I left off rugby oh, union wait a
1: minute you left off the big one
0: no no this one
1: Ah, oh, you're about to say it. Yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. I was gonna say, I was like, that's
0: Yeah. So the the name I've left off, and this is for impact. And this is where I think people people will go on about stats and, and this and that. But we all know, and especially as like 80s, 90s, what do you what do you call it? Naughties? Kids. Michael Jordan is like the epitome of the best athlete. Yeah. Like, yes, people have won. More titles than him. People are surpassing the sort of records. They've got the whole who's the actual better player out of uh, him and LeBron. LeBron yep. But Michael Jordan, six titles. And I think that were the six times he went to the finals. He won all of them. So six titles. This is the one that sort of puts him above everyone. Well, the next two, actually. Six times finals MVP. That's big. Five times... All-season MVP across the year, yep. which is huge. They would have all been probably from those six titles the years he won those. Ten-time scoring champ. This is the one that I like, man, because you don't really see it these days. 10 times all-NBA first team, so they pick, like, best team in the NBA. Yep. Yep. So I think they do that positions. It's tough now because people, like, hardly have positions. Um, and nine-time all-NBA defensive team. So not only is he like killing it, scoring champ, but he's nine time all NBA defensive team. So he's just, Michael Jordan, I think, um, he put the NBA sort of, or I don't know, he was like the superstar, wasn't he? He was revolutionized. He just revolutionized like being a icon, I think, um, yeah.
1: How many kids back in the 90s He'd had still, 23 Dude, boys, still. Like, whenever, actually, still see it, you? still see it. Still see it. Like, still,
0: LeBron's wearing 23 for a reason. <laughs> like, Shane Warren used to wear 23. 23 is I didn't number, mention any bowlers. I didn't mention Shane Warren. 23 is um, the number, isn't it? Murray Litharan, Clem McGrath. I didn't mention any bowlers. Yeah. Um, that's bad, but that's yeah, it. Michael Jordan, man. Like, he, as a kid, I remember having, like, whole Michael Jordan, like, sweatsuits, man. Like, everyone was a Bulls fan. Yeah. It was, like, nothing. Ever before, and now I think with the age of superstars and professionalism, there's superstars everywhere. Whereas back then, it was pretty much like, obviously you had um, Magic and and Bird before him. Yeah. But it was just it was Jordan. It was just all Jordan. That's yeah. maybe we're biased because you know we we grew up in that era. we grew up in that era, yeah. in that era yeah. and like I was keen on basketball. I played basketball. I think I got into
1: basketball because of that. You know, like I Man, it's the-
0: hard. It's hard to find a kid in Australia who didn't dabble with basketball or at least have a ring at yeah. their friends or in yeah. their front yard their backyard they might not have played organized basketball but they've shot one before yeah, yeah. it's real weird to find someone who like hasn't you yeah. know like, what, what have you done what yeah. did you do with your childhood <laughs> but yeah Michael Jordan for me, even if some of those titles uh, and records and stuff have are starting to get eclipsed, I just feel like the impact that he had yeah um, as being like, the first modern era sort of superstar. I don't know. He just, he put basketball on the map. Yep. Um, well, for us anyway, for our generation, it was all about him.
1: I was just thinking there's another one that I was going to write down. It's a bit, a bit of a different left field one, but someone who revolutionized the sport as well. Bruce Lee. Bruce Lee. As an athlete Man, well. I'll
0: leave that with you.
1: Uh, yeah, what did
0: he actually do as an athlete though? Well, I think he, he, did he did. He rev-
1: he brought in the whole I think with um he introduced weightlifting more into the to the um what do you call it? Uh, martial arts sort of scene as well. Yep, like yep, revolutionized yep. Like, like, uh, training systems training training stuff. And, yeah, as well. Yep. And okay. then he's just like some of his feats and some of the things he could well, do. Well, like, you
0: look at like his legacy, yeah. Yeah. Like people it's And he his... brought, obviously
1: brought it to Hollywood and all those yeah, sorts of yeah, things yeah, as yeah. well, but
0: what about Space Jam though. Yeah, well, am that's, that's saying t-
1: is is that's what I thought of him. He's like on that similar sort of field where he just he brought people yeah, into people, that. Yeah, you
0: don't need, like like yeah, he really did start out as an athlete, like a martial artist is an athlete. Yeah. Um and then sort of transcended it, didn't he? Yeah. Sort of like Jordan has um with like, you know, his brand and everything else like that and it, he became sort of bigger than the sport itself at a certain point. That's it. Um and then well, yeah, Bruce Lee is just and uh, yes, yeah, those you know, inspiration. He's like a cultural camp. icon, really, yeah. isn't he? Yeah. Um, Same with Jordan. Like, was wh- well, some you? of the
1: shit he can do though, man. Like he, what was it? Um, oh, I like one-handed like push-ups. Like phys- shit, physical like. Some feats? of the physical feats he like yeah. the one-inch punch, the yeah, the yeah, four hundred yeah. push-ups off one hand. There was uh, there was a few other... like some push-ups off his thumbs. That's nuts. Like like not just one or two, like fucking hundreds of like them. He that. was just insane. I
0: didn't think of any uh, martial arts. I sort of thought about MMA but there's no one that's been like that dominant like they all end up going for too long and getting like losses on their records and stuff like sure there's guys that have like risen through the ranks really quickly and sailed off but I feel like all those Hall of Famers especially like UFC it's probably because it's so young you got like Hoist Gracie maybe Um, but again like back then who was doing it like there wasn't that many people jumping in to do cage fighting you know what I mean so like yeah they're dominant in their sport but I just feel like this sport Probably didn't have the participation again. Yeah, again. yeah. Um, not it's, the same as like boxing wood or swimming, running, that sort of stuff. So, and you look at basketball, yeah. basketball, soccer, they're sort of up there, played across Sports the world, football. all that sort of stuff. Yeah, right, yeah. yeah Michael Jordan, what a boy. So, and the other
1: thing with Bruce Lee, he trained Chuck Norris.
0: Chuck <laughs> Norris didn't train Bruce Lee, hey. as you probably would think. So. Fuck Chuck Norris, <laughs> man. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, so let's get into, so there's half an hour of like, some of our, or maybe not our favorite, well, some of them are our favorite athletes, but yeah, just went- athletes that have just dominated, man. So yeah. let's get into, and we'll get into our favorite athletes uh, in a little bit. I think I've lost the, um, I've lost my notes about my favorite athletes. Here we go. Anyway, um, we want to get into like what makes them good. And there's a few different things. So you can look at um, like the health related versus skill related. Yep. Um, so I had I looked into a bit of research here when I was um, looking into the sort of early and late specializations in sport, um, which is maybe a topic we will speak on. Uh, but you look at things like muscular strength, muscular endurance, cardiovascular fitness, body composition, flexibility, um, and stress recovery. All right. So this is oh, this is from one study that I found, and then you got the skill related. Um, agility time, reaction time coordination, power, speed, balance and obviously like sporting skill in itself the funny thing is when you look at that and even if you just go back to Michael Jordan like muscular strength wouldn't have been the strongest, muscular Mm -hmm. endurance wouldn't have been the fittest Um, wouldn't have had the lowest, like the best body composition, wouldn't have been the most flexible might have been alright at stress recovery, might have been up there agility time probably good, reaction time probably good but it would be hard to sort of see. Oh, it'd be great to know like where he stood in regards to that. Yeah. But like, he would have been good enough at all of those things. Yeah. You know what I mean? So these are these are things that this like
1: dependent on the sport, is yeah, it? Yeah, it's dependent times, on so. the sport
0: as well. But if you were sort of maxed out, if you think of like a a video game or something, if you had like hundred percent stats in all of them, yeah. you're going to be a really good athlete, right? Yeah. It makes sense. But none of those people that we mentioned before. Would be a hundred percent in all of them. No. That all have their downfalls no in those categories. Um, so they're like the the more sort of trainable things to a certain degree. Like you can train cardiovascular fitness, you can train strength, muscle endurance, all that sort of stuff. You can train balance, speed, power. Yeah. Yep. Um, and then the the sort of next thing is like you've got those, and let's just say like everyone in the NBA is pretty pretty similar. All uh, right. So what where does it like what makes someone good compared to, or what what makes someone great compared to mediocre or just good? Yeah. So then it's the sort of the old like hard work over talent sort of thing. So if everyone's talented, who's going to be the best? Yeah. People that work the hardest. You know what I mean? So that's. that's I think those are when we look at characteristics of what makes a good athlete. It's having the requisite sort of health related fitness and skill related fitnesses for your sport. Yep. Um, and then having the um, what well, uh, the hard work ethic to put in the time because yep. everyone's as strong as you. Like, what's going to make you stand out is putting in the hours. And we can get we could we could have got in. I didn't really want to get into it. The whole ten thousand hours. I was about of, to mention that. And all um, that sort which of stuff, which has been
1: yeah. I mean, if you're doing ten thousand hours of training uh, to be an expert, I think that's the. Yeah, or but, to master something. But if you're doing 10,000 hours of training that's not specific and good for what your sport yeah, you're trying yeah, to accomplish, yeah. it's not really. Yeah, that's. You know it. What I mean? so, so
0: obviously, you've got to have that hard work. So, um, talent, hard work, practice. I think there's things in there that, like, the not so obvious things, like, I like longevity. Like, athletes that have done it for ages. I was looking at Vince Carter, he's coming into, like, his 21st season in the NBA. Yeah. He's not the player he used to be, but to be able to do that and obviously he's got bills to pay or something or ex-wives or something like <laughs> he just needs to keep yeah. getting paid but so 21 years in the nba like that's huge to me to me that makes him a good athlete yeah same I'm with kelly that. slater yeah longevity but look is... at the longevity tony yeah. hawk as well is in yeah. that realm like he started when he was 14 he's still going now and he's like 51 yeah like he's not the same skater he used to be but like you know he's still going and that that to me is huge um yeah especially powerlifting you see these sort of flash in the pan guys just for the nature of the sport yeah um you see these guys come in and they're all all the rage especially i think powerlifting has been given the the social media stuff has really helped it and put people on a platform really quickly yeah um whereas in the past they probably wouldn't have been but then you're just like oh where'd they go and you never hear about them again yeah but you also do have guys um who's it david ricks Who's been around for ages? Who won? I think maybe a year or two ago, won the IPF Worlds or IPF Classic, um, and it was like twelve years after he won it the first time. Yeah, I that's love That's huge those to me, man. So I love. Yeah, yeah I love it too. So I'm big on that. For a, me, longevity. Longevity makes a good athlete as well. So being yeah. able to like keep doing it. For know? a long period of time. Yeah. Um, I also think thinking outside the box. Um. So people that that's how like. Um, People like I would put like Benji Marshall. Um, I know you're not the biggest rugby league fan, but like yep. he sort of did things out of the ordinary, like yep. the little flick passes, the like the really, change the game sort yeah, of Yeah, change the games. Like, now yeah. kids want to play like him a little yeah, bit. Yeah. So, like the footwork, the little chips, the little like the little skill things that he did that no one really had the confidence in themselves to do. Yeah, right. So, yeah. that sort of thinking outside the box. I'd probably put Jonathan Thurston in that regard as well. Probably not as flashy as. Um, Marshall was, but like even Carlos Spencer as well for rugby union, like people that think outside the box, yeah. they change the game a little bit. And yeah. you could probably think of um, Steph Curry, Clay Thompson like that as well. They're just like, Yeah, true. Well, we're just going to shoot threes and now yeah. look at the NBA now. That's it. So I think those sort of things make a good athlete as well. Thinking outside the box, obviously, you've got to have the skill to pull it off Yeah. as well. But normally you do, and then you've got enough confidence in yourself. Um, I also think good athletes, good teammates, but not always the case. In the case of one who didn't come up in that first block of athletes, Kobe Bryant apparently is a dick teammate. Um, but he was one of those like first in, last out, hard work, yeah, right, sort of people. Yeah. Um, so you've got what? Well, those, those are just a, a few not so obvious ones: longevity, thinking outside the box. Being a good teammate. You got anything to add onto that? The obvious yeah, yeah. things I are obvious things, yeah. things are like the physical ability. Yeah, um, your
1: genetic dis- um, predisposition.
0: Yeah, as well, you know, it's talent, just, hard work, practice—all that sort the normal stuff. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. But I think when I look at it, and I really thought about it, this, the number one thing that makes me stand out, like if you're going to be the top level athlete, is just drive. Is hunger. Yep. Hunger to be always to get better. That's the next thing, I think man. That's the. That's the next thing we got. So with, this
0: was. Um, yeah I looked I looked into it and it was um, yeah drive they call yeah. it commitment motivation determination it's Different words. first probably. in last out sort of thing that, yeah. and that's Kobe Bryant and yeah. I feel like that's sort of um, like Russell Westbrook you wouldn't well, even all those call people
1: it, we just mentioned they would that's, yeah. that's the none, of them, thing that none of them out,
0: accidentally out of fell into it like if you think of uh, those guys there like, Donald Bradman was probably... Like, he'd probably Donald be Braden. classified as, like, autistic now. He's, like, hitting that fucking golf yeah, ball against a, the thing. People just just like, what are you doing, you little weirdo?
1: You know, what? I used to do that. Oh, I heard that story, would. and I remember going out the back with the and the stump. You can even ask my parents, and I would just practice. Yeah, but that's we like... like that's I was that. still shit at batting, I? Yeah. So, thanks, Don. Didn't <laughs> that's that hell. drive.
0: And then, so you've got that drive sort of thing. We <laughs> didn't yeah. name any um baseballers on here. Fuck baseballers. I don't even so know boring. any baseballers. Um, so, you've got that drive. Apparently... um. Yeah, uh, Agassi was like that as well. Yeah, but uh, I think he, I think he had a real dickhead dad that just pushed him into it. He got and the we'll bit
1: atomic sort of situation. We we'll get
0: that. We'll get to that a little bit later. It happens in tennis a fair bit, I think. But you, um, but you look this, at yeah. you look at Bradman and you say like that drive, whereas yep. like Wilt Chamberlain, did he have to have that drive because he was just like so fucking foot good. taller than everyone? Yeah, you know what I mean. Like he's playing in the sixties, seventies against, like, a bunch of white dudes. Yeah. And he did have that, like, just genetically, you can't teach height Basketball's sort Basketball's of a
1: big one. All those sports with that, you know, when we're talking about genetics. Yeah. But there was oh, a stat, but man. You
0: look at, you look at like, like, compared to Bradman. Yeah. Like, what made Bradman good? His drive to actually get better, his hand-eye coordination, he had to, like, train that. Whereas yeah. Will Chamberlain, a lot of why he was good is because he's seven foot. Yeah. Same as Phelps. Obviously, yeah. he's got to have the drive. He's got to work hard. But if he had a foot shorter wingspan, yep. he's not Michael Phelps. That's it. So it, it's, again, going back to, like, the intricacies of each sport and sort of looking, all right, There's... it's like tennis. Yeah, Tennis is, like, you've got to have the drive to to be able to read the game, play the game, that sort of stuff. None of those guys that we mentioned, tennis players, are physically gifted in any way. Are they? I yeah. Not
1: really. No, there doesn't seem to be that advantage of not like you know, height
0: or wingspan yeah, or body yeah, length it. or exactly. weight when it comes to strongman or something like that there's nothing there behind them it's just like i'm i've i've been that driven across my career to learn how to do this skill really well yeah as opposed to like oh, i'm just tall and everyone or i'm just i just well, got huge or like i'm blessed to be this big i'm blessed you I know? heard that
1: in the NBA They're all working so if hard, yeah. They're all they
0: are all working hard, but
1: if you're over if you're between the ages of twenty and forty, I heard the stat, um, and you're over seven foot tall, you've got a seventeen percent chance of being in the NBA. Shit. So I was like, think about that. If you're seven foot tall in America, that's pretty good odds. Just like just pick a basketball up, you've got a good chance yeah, to be in Yeah, man.
0: That's so, exactly it. And like even Messi. Like Messi, from a physical standpoint, like his footwork, maybe, but like, is that a tra- that's more of a surely a trained ability than just waking up and being crazy fast. Like yeah. everyone's fast. That's a professional soccer player. Yeah. So it's it's like footwork, but it's the drive to put the time in to get
2: better to get
0: better and to be the most skillful in yeah. a sport that's packed with athletes. Like half the world plays a sport. So yeah. that for me, like drive yeah, is a big one. one. But yeah, you can definitely see there's a few distinctions, like especially basketball. Um, like those guys are like gifted. Yeah, they work hard, but they're gifted already. There's, like uh, if Will Ga- Chamberlain's six foot, he's not Will Chamberlain. That's what I'm saying.
1: I'm surprised I haven't spoken too much about AFL because you do know how much I'm big on AFL as you are on rugby. But yeah, um, just thinking that Gary Ablett. That people think he's the god of football. Yeah, he was like the least likely guy to go to training. What? It's like he was. <sighs>
0: Oh, what and, what? and he something, was... something happened, though? And then he flicked the switch? I don't or... even
1: think so. Like, even, I think he just took it. He was cruisy about his whole career. That'd and he was one of the best of all time. So Well, that's
0: Brady as well, didn't he? Go like, he barely got traded, uh, um, drafted. Yeah, right. And then he's come up, and now he's the greatest of all time. One more rings than everyone. Off his own back, sort of thing. So it's, it's one of those things. That, and he's not blessed physically either. He ran like a real slow 40, which is... Um, in the NFL um, combine and stuff like that, but yeah, yeah. like not blessed at all, but obviously did the homework to read plays, know, know to pull the trigger, when yeah. to pull the trigger. That's that drive. Um, yeah. The next one, and I always think of uh, Russell Westbrook here, confidence, yeah. just and Michael Jordan, obviously, it came off more for Jordan. Though. Um, just deep, <laughs> resilient belief in their own ability. Yeah, just backs himself like Russell Westbrook to an absolute fault. It's yeah. like, hey, stop shooting. Like you've missed or ten this, in a row, but he's way, like, no, nah, getting it in. And that's the same. That's what makes Steph Curry good as well. Yeah, because he'll just keep shooting, keep shooting. It goes cold, just keep shooting. Now he's hot, and that starts it. seeing it going in. So that
1: yeah, I had that down as well. Confidence, self belief that you can get the it. job done. That's a you know, like, the, I like without that. being you know, and that's not arrogance. I think that's a that's the wrong one to you know, like Nah. I think some think, players have that sort of. It's a, a completely different thing. Confidence
0: so. is... I, I feel like confidence is... You've actually done it before as well. So, yeah, like, so you're so not going to be confident it. if you haven't done it. You're not confident yet. Yeah. But if you have taken that last shot and got it, you're like, Oh well, yeah, give it a yeah, I've done this before.
1: And this is going back to what I was about to say about the tennis guys, Curious and Tomic. This is what I think of straight away. Yeah. You know, they they have that confidence. They have this sort of...
0: They don't deserve to. But, yeah, they don't deserve <laughs> to yet. and it's, the yeah,
1: next. So, it just comes out as arrogance rather than confidence, yeah. you know? So...
0: Yeah, I oh, I reckon there there's a bit of we're going to talk about it um, a little bit later. Um, the next one would be calm, how to handle pressure and execute. So this is all Jordan, I think. But there was a quote from him that he that he said he he'd been given the ball twenty seven times with less than ten seconds to go to make the final shot, and he and he missed. But no one remembers those. Yeah, right. So like, but he still had the confidence to be able to take the however many you know game winning shots. Yeah. Um, but he was calm enough to sort of execute under pressure. Yep. Um, and sometimes it will come off, sometimes it won't, but it goes hand in hand with confidence as well. Yeah. Just being calm, not letting, um, not letting crowd and, and pressure get to you, that sort of stuff. And the same with the, the next, uh, the next uh, topic is focus. So blocking out distractions, competitors, fans, past mistakes comes back to confidence as well. Media, all that sort of stuff. Um, I looked into... Uh, so, psych... Psych... Psychological... Psychology? Yeah, that's the word I'm looking for. Like, studies into how people think and all that sort of stuff are so grey to me. So, this is a questionnaire and, like, sort of like a psychological evaluation of, like, elite competitors. And um, this was at Portsmouth uh, University. They come up with 15 qualities of elite um, competitors. Yeah, right. And they're just... They're pretty like general like I don't think they needed a study for this but um, keeping an optimistic mindset which yep. is yeah like, so that goes along with confidence as well staying focused we just talked about that being in control knowing what needs improvement that's a big one I think especially in our regard like the people that we coach you know like what needs to be improved alright we need to work on this sort of thing yep. not just like I'm just going to keep doing this because I'm good at it sometimes that's everyone really yep. um, having a strong sense of motivation
1: Back like to drive yep
0: Developing holistically as a person, not just an athlete. I think that's good as well. So that comes to, like we spoke about last, last time, week. being yep. grateful and stuff like that. Yep. Yep. Um, seeing an upward progression, uh, which is good. Like you want to see that as an athlete. You don't want to start seeing it going downhill. Yep. Um, feeling like you belong. Having a strong network of support from family and friends. Yep. Believing in yourself, which is confidence. Appreciating the journey, which is good. Trusting and committing to the process of growth. I think that's a bit a, a one that um, like lifters and the guys in the gym do really well. Um, they they're trusting and they're committing, and they know that you know it is a process. And sometimes they do get a little bit like, oh, I want this now. That sort of stuff. Yep. Um, but we do a good job of like setting pulling realistic expectations, yep. pulling their head in, and saying like, look, just trust the process. You're doing this for a reason. You know what I mean. Yeah. Um, How
1: many times have you had to make that conversation? Oh, it
0: is, but I think it's something that they do well. Like, like um, most most of the crew at the gym are sort of they know that it, this is like a, a pastime that they enjoy doing, and yeah. you know it is a, a a journey. Terrible way to put it, but you know what I mean. Um, stoking an inner stoking an inner desire to succeed. So yeah, like that's 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 drive to me. Yeah, like you're driven. You want you want um, whether it be intrinsic extrinsic. Um, sort of uh, a focus. Whatever, whatever gets you up and about, you know. Yeah. That desire, get it done, sort of thing. Um, setting challenging goals. That's everyone in the gym, basically. Make don't make them too challenging. Um, and managing stress. So there was fifteen. Um, sort of. Yeah, they're good. But I sort of th- think you would say that anyway. Like you did. They 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 did like psych evaluation or psych questionnaire that sort of stuff which is always a bit gray like i said um on elite i'm not sure the athletes that they used um on elite competitors and that's what they came up with so yeah i think you would know them to begin with anyway yeah before we get into this next one which we could talk about for ages um let's go over our favorite athletes like our our I don't know. It's such a hard thing because obviously you can you sort of have one from each sport or a couple yeah, from well each we, sport,
1: and we got a bias to certain sports that we enjoy watching from.
0: Yeah, um, growing up as well. So definitely. So you hit me with your favourites, man. However many you want. My first one
1: uh, is. Muggsy Bogues. Muggsy Bogues. Muggsy Bogues. Why was that? I remember, yeah. He's the
0: only athlete you're
1: taller so, than. So you know when everyone was saying? They had their 23 Bull shirt. I didn't. I had my Charlotte Hornets shirt on. Number one? Was uh, he number one? Yeah. yeah, he was. Muggsy Bogues was an absolute dude. And the reason being, obviously,
0: everyone knows I'm a manlet and I'm <laughs> He's quite the short. the only athlete you're taller than.
1: Yeah, I, I am taller than him too. Five foot three uh, and plays in the NBA. Yeah, that's And I sick. just think that's just...
0: So that's that anomaly, eh? That yeah. like so. There's him, Spud Webb. Nowadays, you got like Isaiah Thomas is sm- is small. Yeah. Um, but I yeah, always those...
1: appreciate the guys that play those tall. Awesome, same in the AFL, yeah. guys that are my um, height or Alan
0: Iverson as well. Yeah. Yeah. But
1: Mugg, he I just remember as a kid. I just remember I was so sh- short, and I just remember I was always so inspired by Muggsy. So yeah, man.
0: To, to, t- oh, he could dunk too. Oh, I
1: don't. I don't know if he actually. Could. He never dunked in a game. So I, he think could he, dunk. I think he could dunk, but I don't think he ever did it in a game. And Spud then, Webb
0: could dunk. Well, Spud Webb won dunk comp.
1: But Spud Webb was taller,
0: though, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, a little bit taller. Let me look at Muggsy Bowes. Muggsy Bogues is 5'3". Muggsy three. Bogues dunk, the first thing Let's that comes see. up. This is going to be... What a chance. Does he dunk in a game?
1: I didn't ever think he did in a Dude, game. Dude, that's
0: so big.
1: I'm pretty sure he did the like dunk contest. I
0: kept... Dude, this is like NBA Live. Yeah. what a knob what
1: a vertical leap he what, would have had to be able to get there too
0: I think he could dunk man could Muggsy Bogues dunk shortest player to ever play in the NBA I'm definitely googling this right on the podcast 44 inch vertical Jeez. allowed him to dunk a basketball surely there's video
1: yeah I've someone seen a video of it Jordan
0: uh, someone someone send us the video of Muggsy Bogues dunking yep because I can't Google. 5-3, he was. But
1: I just I just love the fact that people would have just been like, dude, you're too short to play this oh, game. Oh, yeah. So he, he would have had would have been, just people just going, no. He like, would have been like, yeah, nah,
0: mate, bench is over there. But
1: he just you know, obviously had that, going back to that That's self-belief, huge. that confidence that he could still do it.
0: Oh, and he would have been... He, so he would have been quick, yeah. Everyone's quick. Well, yeah, he was. Um, he would have been... Like he had to have been skilled, he had skilled. to be that much have, more skillful. He would have read me. the game well, and yeah. there would have been some things maybe to his advantage, like being that small. Yeah, you know, like he saw things a little bit differently, that sort of stuff. He assists too. Yeah, yeah. So he, he had a good team as well. Charlotte Hornets yeah, was sick long, back
1: then. Lonzo Mourning, Larry Johnson back Larry then. Larry Johnson. That,
0: that was oh, shit. Who Dell Curry as well? Yeah. Who else? They had a good team, man. Um, other favorite athletes. Okay. Uh,
1: did you want to do one first? Are they all tiny? Back? Cause a few of them were, yeah, they are right. Eh? There's a common theme there, right? Eh? <laughs> <laughs> now I think the common theme with my my favorite athletes is that that it they're not actually the, ever the greatest at, You know, predisposition yeah. to be the best athlete. It's that.
0: Yeah, like your favorite athlete can't be like it's just well, like oh, LeBron James. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's like, yeah, it's yeah. He's like, nah, yeah, already on.
1: so good. I like the ones that are, like had to work their arse off and yeah, and, you know, I, like
0: I'm I'm a bit like that too, man. So, I don't know. Um, My favourite would be Russell Westbrook. Now, the reason I like Russell Westbrook is because he, to a fault, like I said, backs himself. And that's something like... I sort of... uh, I want to live my life like how he plays basketball. (laughs) Like, I just want to be like, yep, it's go time. Let's, like... He's just 100% all the time. Yeah. I would hate to... I don't know, man. He just... He's my
1: favourite NBA player now. He just embodies
0: everything about, like, I've got this. Yeah. And even though most... Like, a lot of the time he really doesn't. And he just (laughs) gets slandered for it. Yeah. But, like, look at the shit he's doing. He's going to average a triple-double for the second season or third season. Yeah. He just hit a twenty twenty game, which hasn't been done since someone... Like, since Wilt Chamberlain did it, who was an absolute freak when he did it. Yeah. And he's doing it against, like, legitimate... NBA competitors, you know what I mean? So it's just the way he goes about it. Like, the we talk about drive, like, drive's not even the right word for him. It's just like tenacity, like, ferocity. Like, that's it. It's a you want to look anger. at good,
1: good highlights, real too. Just
0: right? like everything about him, man. Just the way he goes about it, I just love. So that's, uh, well, mine and one of yours, yeah, just as well. Both
1: NBA to start with, dude.
0: So. NBA. Like, I want to to talk about, like, the NBA. I'm not sure if it's Jordan, because he was, like, the first, obviously, when we talked about him. But the NBA, the way they build a superstar in that sport is, like, no other sport.
2: Yeah.
0: You know what I mean? Like, there'll be people that... I don't know. I think it's just because it's cool. I think there's something about, like... And I think Jordan did that, like, is part of the reason that the NBA is the coolest sport. Yeah. By far. Like, it's just... It is, yeah. I don't know, like... To be an NBA player is there's just something else about it compared to like oh you're an international cricketer that's not cool yeah if you if you were NBA, good in all
1: those sports and you had the choice you would definitely go, I don't know like NBA, NBA
0: is there's just something about the NBA and like the stardom the the players the I just feel like everyone has their favorite player in NBA yeah everyone has a team I I really do feel like it came to Michael like that's the Michael Jordan effect man yeah. Like, yeah, the superstars right. across the... Maybe there was, like, what you'd say... Oh, no, nah, because Shaq and Kobe were there. Well, yeah, yeah. But, like, there was maybe a little quieter period, probably maybe just because it wasn't played as much in Australia, like, on TV. Um, Like, after Jordan left and then up to, like, the Kobe era, when yeah. Kobe was, like, really hitting his straps, maybe there was a little bit of a downtime. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe, what would that be, like, 96 to, like, year 2000 sort of thing? Yeah, yeah, But then after that, it's just me like... Shaq, Kobe, LeBron, Durant, Steph Curry, yeah. Giannis. Like now we it's, we've got it's ben. made a comeback. Now it? we've it's got Ben like. Simmons. Yeah. It's just like the the superstars across the whole league is like nothing else. Like compared to soccer, like at the moment I couldn't name you a player from That's, every team.
1: That could be another bias thing because there's probably heaps of gun like Yeah,
0: I know. Like EPL
1: players and um as...
0: it's just it's not on FoxTel anymore as Maybe. well. <laughs> I can't watch it. I used to get it. Like I get I get into the Premier League, the good yeah. games. Yeah. I don't know. I just feel like they no, no sport builds a superstar like the NBA does. Yeah, I agree. There's something so. about it, man. Yep. Um you see, like, the, a- the AFL were trying to do, like, the, this is the players arriving into the arena. Yes, AFL is so trying to copy the cool, NBA. cool, man. No. You can't see, like, Nat Fife in some shit from, like, fucking yeah. Roger David, like, walking into the stadium. Like, hey, man, start the game. Yeah. Like, it's not the same as, like, Westbrook's coming in, like, yeah. half dancing and shit, which, don't get me started on that. I think it's terrible. Like, yeah. you're a grown man. Don't have handshakes. I love um, But I just, there's something about it, like, the way the NBA does it. Yeah, I, I, was, I, I love, thought it was I love the, as AFL. the AFL was doing that. I love
1: the AFL but they should try to not copy. It just comes off so bad It's so cheesy. when they try to copy all the NBA Because so. they're white? <laughs> yeah, maybe. But yeah, it's not
0: Dude. Right. It's, yeah, there's something about the NBA. Anyway, where were we? Yeah. Um, Favourite athletes, you go with your yep. second one.
1: So I got to meet this athlete um, and obviously this is a big bias one for me because I grew up just loving footy, AFL. Um, you know, I always wanted to be an AFL player when I was a kid and I too small, a, absolutely obsessed. Yeah, well, not not according to Muggsy Bogues. There's guys <laughs> shorter than me playing the AFL. So really? Yeah, yeah, there is. Oh, that little dude Caleb with the headgear? Daniel, gear? yeah, I think he's shorter than me. Is that so. the Bulldogs, dude? He's a good player, too. Yeah, so. he goes all right. He's, he's in the Muggsy realm. I love, a, I love realm. a dude
0: rocking a headgear, too. Should yeah. be more headgears in the AFL. <laughs> I Fife might be in one soon. Yeah. Um, so, um, who, so, yeah. Who's so this?
1: Obviously, I'm a big Geelong Cats uh, fan as well. Boo! Um, and all, my all-time favourite player, Joel Selwood, captain of the team.
0: Selwood. There's going
1: to be people that... A lot of people hate this guy for some reason. They reckon he ducks free kicks and all this sort of stuff, but...
0: Gamesmanship. Um, I love that shit. Gamesmanship.
1: I just think, going back to what I said, I don't, he's not the strongest. Yep. He's not the fastest. Yep. He's not the most naturally gifted player. Yeah. But, man, he's all heart. That there's guy some, gives his the, everything. The more
0: that we go over these athletes and we realise... Apart from the anomalies, the like huge strongest men, the tall centers in the um, NBA, apart from those, like you just look at it and you say, the physical attributes aren't what make them at all. Yeah. You know what I mean? It is all because everyone's, let's just say everyone's 90% and above that they're playing in the AFL. Yep. They're all good football players. All right. 90 and above. What makes them that one, that person like win that Brownlow, or like be the best player that yep. sort of thing. It's like... It's all mental. So it's like the way... Like we, we went over him. It's just... There's not... The, the physical capacity is basically equalized. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's guys that are going to have the big engine, all that sort of stuff. There's going to be the quick guys, that sort of stuff. But it really is like the top two inches, I think. Like yep. that make... Especially in sports like that.
1: Yeah. And he he is a big... Like the, to stand up in the big moments. Like, yeah. He is the guy to do it. Like if you ever want to rely on a player to get it done, when the game's on the line... He he'll be there. The like, dude just, bro, who's the
0: dude from the Eagles, mate? Oh, Dom Sheed. Dom, Dom Sheed. Sheed's getting up he to the He did the other day set. as well. He did. What a boy! I'm loving Dom Sheed's work yeah. at the moment. So Get him in there.
1: But Selwood's definitely like that for me. I got to meet him too, which is pretty cool. Yep. Um, taller yeah. than him. He's taller than me. Oh, he's mate. not much taller. Like I said, he's not a big. He's just a yeah. He's just an and and he and he obviously is a captain. He dragged. He he just pulls the team in. Yeah. He's just he's incredible. Love so. a good captain.
0: Yep. Um, all right, my next one, it's a, this is a weird one. So you had, who'd you have, Bogues and Selwood? Right, yeah. Muggsy Bogues, Selwood. This is a weird one for me, but just, and this is again like the way, and it's a little bit Kobe-esque. Uh, but Kobe was, I'd be lying if I say like I was a big Kobe fan when he was a player. But nowadays, like all the stories that come out about him, I'm like, oh yeah, I like Kobe's vibe. And I think Westbrook sort of carried that on and even taken it to another level. Um, but this guy sort of embodies that for me is um, Matt Fraser. So, what is he? Two-time, three-time CrossFit champ now? Yep. Um, there's something about the way that he... He's not arrogant, but he's so confident in his own ability. Um, and the way he uh, like handles or... Oh, what would I say? Yeah, the way he handles what everyone else is doing... And, like, doesn't let it get to him and just knows that at the end of the day, he'll come out on top. Yeah. Um, it's just something about him. So, obviously, when it comes to CrossFit, like, everybody's working hard. Yeah. Like, they're all working way harder than anybody's worked in the history of humanity, I think, as an athlete. No one's working harder than a CrossFit athlete. I don't yeah. believe. Like, because their sport is working out. Yeah. So, I just feel like... It's, it's, and you've got those other people, it's it's a lifestyle, all that sort of stuff. Um, I just feel like there's no one working harder because other sports have, you know, the skill components, all that sort of stuff. Like, crossfit athletes, like, am I wrong with that? No, I I I think that they would be working harder than maybe you could say, oh, what about marathon runners and stuff like that? But yeah, maybe in terms of what's hard. But these, like, to be at the top, say, the top 40. That make it to the CrossFit Games, and this is probably a little bias as well, but yep. say the top forty, like they're doing multiple workouts a day, they're doing everything they can with their nutrition, everything they can with their sleep, yeah. like they'd be horrible people to be around, like just because that would just be so focused on that one thing. Yeah. Um, you know what I mean? Where I'm when i say those sort of things, but there's something about Matt Fraser that makes him. In a, in a pool of people that are all working super hard, couldn't work harder, they're all maxing it out when it comes to effort. Yeah. Somehow, he still dominates. And it's really, there's, there's something about him that, like, he almost shit talks other people out of things. Yeah. And I fucking love it. <laughs> like, he was, he was like, just talk smack to him. Yeah. Um, even during competition, stuff like that. Like, he's a real, real gamesmanship like that. And I really like it. And I think Kobe was like that as well. Yeah. Um, obviously they all work hard, but like, there's just something about that competitor and they're like the willingness to fuck with other people, psych outs, psych outs like, yeah. and that sort of stuff just makes me like really like going to bat for him. Yeah. Yeah. So I like that. And I, I, I think that's, um, I don't know. That's, I really, I, I just, I just like the fact that he, like he will make jokes at people's expense, Yeah. but like, and just letting them subtly know, like. I'm better than you, are. that sort of thing, I fucking like it, man, so that Matt Fraser, there you go, yep, yep. I finally got to it. Your next one, or we've only got two? um
1: yeah, they were my main two. I got a few others that I could give honorable mentions, and we have mentioned a few already, yeah, um, so obviously uh, Kelly Slater was a big one for us, yeah, Don Bradman, yeah, um Eddie Hall, I don't think we mentioned him, yep. I love the way Eddie Hall went about it.
0: So Eddie Hall's a bit of an anomaly as well. Like Muggsy Bogues, not tall enough. That's it. Eddie Hall, yeah, yeah. Um, like at six two, he still wasn't tall enough. Exactly. And yeah. it wasn't heavy enough. And we've all seen the, um, the Doco how he like how much hard work he had to put that's in.
1: it. and he's still best deadlift. Well, you know, yeah, man, five hundred kilo deadlift is.
0: Yeah. So he like that is good in a sport that's like that. Like everyone else is. That's been at the top is like ginormous. They're genetically gifted. Yeah, they have to put weight on and yep. they wouldn't be that heavy naturally if they weren't trying. But um, he.
1: He just fought so hard to get that.
0: Yeah, and it was he, a he hurdle. Never, it
1: never stopped. He never stopped you yeah, know, even was, believing that he was going to It gonna was get a him.
0: hurdle that he had to jump that a lot of other guys didn't because exactly. they were already like six, seven yep. plus sort of thing. So yeah.
1: So yeah, I'd put Eddie Hall in there. My, uh, I think they're the, my main ones. Yeah. My
0: next two. Um, would be Jonathan Thurston and Cameron Smith so Jonathan Thurston's the same like never physically gifted compared to a, a, a normal NRL player Yeah. Um, he was actually quite small and, and too light um, and sort of got thrown around and targeted a lot in that regard but he just sort of stood up dealt with a lot of injuries um, but he was just he had that almost magic touch so he played what was in front of him He controlled a game, not quite as good as Cam Smith, but he sort of uh, was able to, I don't know, use what he had to the best of his ability. Uh, He's he's similar to Joel Selwood to me. He's like Joel Selwood of rugby. He's obviously a a great leader, yeah, a good good man, that sort of stuff. Yeah, Um, I think he won Australian of the Year at one point. He might have. Um, But yeah, there's just something about him, like. It was sort of stacked against him. He was little, dealt with a lot of injuries, got targeted a lot, got whacked heaps. Um, but yeah, he'd sort of always come out on top and was a was like a true champion, you know. And yeah. um, obviously had the skills as well. Um, and then there's Cam Smith. For me, it's just there's something about him. Like everything just slows down. Yeah. And like I watched him the other day, he was getting fired up a little bit, and he does. But he just seems so level-headed within the game. Yeah. He's normally just firing up at refs because he tries to ref the game because he's, like, been around longer than you, mate. I <laughs> yeah. don't know the rules. Like, um, and longevity is one for him as well. Like, I don't know what season this is now. Yeah, but how he's old gonna, is Cam Smith now? He's, was it 300 games or 350 he played the other day? Um, and he's about to be the highest point scorer of all time as well. Yeah, right. Probably next week or the week after.
1: And he's still playing well, too. Like this. Oh, yeah. Like, know, he like can like, still
0: play rep footy. It's like, oh, mate, just tell us when you don't want to play anymore sort of thing. Like, yeah. There's guys that are, again, more dynamic and all that sort of stuff now, but there's something about the way that he controls the game. So for me, again, everyone's strong, everyone's fit, that sort of stuff, but not everyone sees the game like he sees the game or controls the game like he sees the game. And that, for me, would be what, you know, as a rugby player, I would try and... Try and do, and like, you try and control six, the game. The
1: success he's had with the teams he's been well, yeah, with, his, you know, they be, cheated a couple of years. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, we'll go back to the uh, <laughs> Queensland team. then well, uh, yeah, 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 the Melbourne Storm. Well, that's
0: yeah. him and Thurston as well. Um, they, and the Melbourne Storm one. Well, yeah, they were still sick, even if they got a couple taken off them. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Cam Smith, just the way he, uh, yeah, the level-headedness of him throughout the game that made. So he, he's like the opposite of Westbrook. They're very likable the characters, op- those two. Eh? Yeah, opposite of Westbrook, though. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, you're right. Like Westbrook couldn't play with Cam Smith. <laughs> they just be like, "Wait, what are you doing?" <laughs> um, so that's basically uh, what a little grasp of like our favorite athletes. What makes a good athlete? I think these are things that everyone knew anyway. But it's just good to go over them and like highlight some like some of those athletes. Man, like Phelps, twenty eight medals. I didn't really. I knew he was good, but yeah. You know, I thought he was like, oh yeah, there's like Michael Phelps and then Ian Thorpe's like pretty close. Fuck no! No, he dominated. He can't wash yeah. his uh, wash his what goggles? Speedo. Um, yeah, man, he like that's I didn't know he was that good. Um, and then it just sort of uh, Bradman, man. Again, like for just, Aussies,
1: will it, it well, put you, it down to oh, dude, the best Aussie just, sportsman ever. Like, he just,
0: dude, he's got to be one. Of the, he's up there, like I said, with the with the sport. Yeah, like you've got people bowling at your head, and you got to react to it. Yeah. So yeah, Bradman it just reinforced how r- ridiculous he was. Yeah. And then even I think that about Tendulkar, and then you're like, well, what about Bradman? And you're like, well, fuck off! Like, how's he that good? So there's our favourite athletes. What makes a good athlete? We're not going to go into the uh, early late specialization sort of stuff. This is um, that we could talk for way too long on that, and I don't think it's um something that. Many people were going to be too interested in, and that was just about you know like getting kids into sport and specialising in a sport yeah, really right. early. Yeah. Basically, all the literature says, um, sports should play a variety, uh, kids should play a variety of sports and then start to specialise in a sport when they see you know, what they're actually when they figure out what they're good at. Yeah. So yeah. elite competitors, um, always spent time in the sport that they were elite in, but they didn't specialise in it. Yeah. So for all you uh, parents out old. there. And I, I know everyone sort of jokes is oh we'll put a put a tennis racket in their hand straight away and that just yeah let them have a crack at everything. That's the it. research suggests that you don't have to be super specialised in basically everything apart from what they called high skill sports, which was diving, figure skating, gymnastics. Yeah, right. So yes. unless it's that, you're all good to start naturally. Yeah, as you do. Um, And you've got like the Soviets and the Chinese and that, they had sort of like state run um, sort of, uh, what would you say, programs to like, for early specialization, but it's just like throwing as many people into a sport as you can and seeing what sticks basically. Yeah, right. So yeah, you're going to have heaps of good weightlifters because these kids specialised in weightlifting from an early age, but so many more that just, you know, didn't make it. Yep. Let's get on to our listener topics. Uh, that one oh yeah we'll go with this so I've got a few that I might look through my phone while we're talking about it um, let's go with Tiki's one first so shout out to Tiki TNT Fitness in Esperance TNT Fitness I think that's the one um, Tiki Manu we've um, done some powerlifting comps with Tiki so we've known him for a few years now so shout out to Tiki no um, from TNT Fitness down in Esperance so if you're down there um, go jump in and have a session Jim looks sick down there actually yeah, It it has got a bit of everything um, so, in volume phases for powerlifting comp prep, is it okay to hybrid train? Um, we haven't, I haven't done any looking into this, This, so I'm just sort of yep. throwing it at you. Did you look at these? I didn't even I send them to I you. No, I
1: didn't think you sent these to me. So, so, let's, so just,
0: like... let's just nut this out. So in volume phase for powerlifting comp prep, I think powerlifting comp prep is the key word to look at there. So is it okay to hybrid train? I would say um, in the volume phase, you're probably going to be like, eight plus weeks away from your comp probably 12 plus weeks away from your comp at least that yeah doing volume um phases now i would say this isn't it's better to hybrid train when you're not even in comp prep so i would split them up into like off season is the time to do your volume i wouldn't really call that competition prep i don't know you could split it up yeah it's sort of neither here nor there but I would say if you're 12 weeks away, you probably don't want to be doing too much non-specific work. Yeah. 12 so 12 weeks, yeah, should 12 be pretty weeks. Specific from there. 12 weeks is for me. 12 eight's probably too short. Um, I like 12 weeks, anything longer, I think people are just gets overawed, they think about the day for way too long. Yeah. Takes up half their year nearly. Yeah. Um, and people just start to get like really burnt out from that focus, focus, focus. There's a comp coming up. There's a comp coming up for like four months. Yeah. I think three months is perfect. Um, outside of that, I think it's like, I would suggest going and doing different stuff. Like I reckon a bit great. And that's why I've got a lot of the girls. Yeah, you've been doing that a lot. I've been doing been heaps you know. of different. Um, so hybrid training that you could think of that different differently so for me that's just varying and like getting away from just the straight competition lifts it
2: can yeah
1: well powerlifting it's so the focus is all on just those three lifts yeah so if you're you know maybe if you're new into it it's not such a bad thing but if you've been doing it for a few years and you're just doing the same old things eventually
0: I think you can get change the barbell change the repetition range change the um the amount of sessions you're doing per week you might do more you might do less yeah. Um, you can still hit the same amount of volume with less or more days, that sort of stuff. Yep. Um, but I would say like have fun, get yourself, um, a good variation amongst your program that makes you want to get in the gym. That's it. The um, so you the can still be getting stronger Yeah. even though you're sort of far away or you're in that volume phase for comp prep now comp prep to me starts maybe say 12 weeks out i wouldn't be doing too much non-specific work i wouldn't yep. be pressing with a log yep i wouldn't be doing should all be barbells um i wouldn't be doing safety bar squats over a barbell squat yep. I, yep. you might be doing them as well as yeah but i wouldn't not be doing the specific lifts from about 12 weeks out
2: yep i'm with you on that
0: yeah so it depends what you're calling um what you, where you're sort of starting your comp prep what you consider volume phases for most powerlifters it's going to be um, anywhere from eights and above would be considered the volume phases. Um, I know like my volume now, I'm sort of calling it a general preparation phase, yeah which is just work capacity. So I've got the girls just doing a little bit more each. Time. And while well, girls and guys um, just working. Yep. The whole time, yeah. They're, they're all hating basically.
1: you at the moment, so
0: <laughs> they'll love me for it. Come Perth Cup, <laughs> that's it. So, there you go, Tiggy. Thanks for the uh, the comment there. Hopefully, we've helped, man. But, yeah, get stuck into the um, the variations if it's until 12 weeks, basically, and then start getting more specific. But he knows what he's doing, he's been competing for ages and yep. seeing progress. Nat, long time listener, she loves it. Long, long time. Um topic. Although she
1: told me I was vanilla the other day, so oh, I was like no I'm way. not yeah, like, What?
0: Yeah No, I thought you were getting a little bit outspoken <laughs> there mate. Um all right. Is it necessary to have squat shoes?
1: Okay. I like this one. Well, this probably depends on a few things.
0: It definitely it's a yeah, yeah a so, lot of things, it depends. <laughs> so
1: firstly, probably for more for low bar squatters I don't see as necessary for one. Yeah. Because um, you're not getting as much of the bend yep. through the, your ankles. Mm-hmm. Um, number two, I mean, I, I, if, you, if you have the, the ability to be able to hit depth quite easy, there's no real point for me. Yep. Um, but obviously, if, if depth is an issue, then the, that's probably the maybe looking into actually getting some squat shoes to help with that. Yep. Um, but that's, yeah, that's my take on it. I'm trying to
0: pull up some research here. I saw... Sorry about all the clicks, Third. dudes saw something that suggested that um, if you struggled to hit depth adding squat shoes didn't actually help that much oh really yeah okay it was oh shit I opened up way too many tabs yeah I'm not going to look through that on the podcast anyway <laughs> um, I would say um, most people that which that that research or that what I read was sort of like a little bit backwards to me I was like wait a second that doesn't make much sense So the reason that people would wear squat shoes if they're limited in ankle dorsiflexion, so that's allowing your toes, uh, your your knees to go forward of your toes, which helps you stay more upright with your trunk, which allows you to get to a deeper squat. Yep. Um, So think about if your knees had to stay put and your shins, that technically means that your shins would be vertical and you still had to make squat depth. It would be really hard, right? So that's where squat shoes can sort of give you give you a... Well, increase your ankle dorsiflexion by raising your heel, which allows you to um, sort of have more of a forward-facing shin, so knees over your toes. Confused myself here. Um, Which will allow you to get into a lower squat, but like I said, I read that. I I, I found it somewhere and was like, that doesn't make much sense to me. But I feel like... um, if you hit depth, if you can hit depth, you don't need them at all. Yeah. Like what, unless you're trying to be an Olympic lifter. Yeah. So if you're having trouble hitting depth, do some mobility, try and see if you can hit, like work your way to hitting depth. If you're still struggling, then you might, you know, probably try out on some, um, with your heels raised just on some plates to see if, see that, if helps. that helps yep. before you go and spend like $400 yeah, on really. the newest Nike Romaleos. Um, so, yeah, I don't think it's necessary to have them. It could be helpful. Um, I wish I could find that study because I'd probably, I want to read into it a little bit more, but I couldn't find it. I read through it when I was reading something for last week's or the week before's. Um, so I think in terms of that, she's got squat shoes.
1: She's gone back and forth. So she was one of those what clients I had that was struggling to hit yep. depth and then got, got shoes and actually was starting to hit it. Same with Laura as well, one of my other clients as well. Yep. Um, but then, as I think the more and more she got into training, her squats got better. Yeah, um, strength
0: training helps with flexibility. Yeah, that's
1: it. So she was getting a little deeper in the squat. So we actually tried to go back to flats Barefoot. again, and yep. she was hitting depth easy. So it's,
0: it's one of those things, and it like, in general, um, in powerlifting especially, comes down to personal preference a lot of the time. Yep, you know so. If you've got them handy, or you've already bought them, try give, them out. Give them a go. I've given See them a how go they go. as well. I, didn't um, work for me, but that's... I haven't used mine for low bar squats. I like them because they're like...
1: I do like it for high bar you squats. You feel
0: quite connected to the floor, like the, the flat sole and stuff. You feel, I don't know, like like you can screw oh, in really good with gr- them. The grip's good. But I feel it? that with my, um, my barefoot shoes as well. Yeah. I feel that in bare feet too, so... Um, yeah, play around with them like anything. I, I always tell people, like play around with wrist wraps, play around with the way you wrap your knees. At the end of the day, whatever's going to make you do the movement better and yeah. easier. Um, I would say if you're hitting depth, you probably don't need them. Yep. Yeah. So don't get them just because they're shiny and you've seen other people with they them. They cool. Gets, yeah. just <laughs> get some Chuck Taylors or some Vans or something. Yep. Um, that is it for today. So a little bit all over the place really, but I just like chatting about athletes and dudes kicking ass yep. um, and sort of it's it's um, let us
1: know if we've got any athletes there. and yeah, couple in I'm there. gonna
0: I'm gonna throw a few I'll throw a few posts up about um uh, like our favorite athletes as discussed and all that sort of stuff let let us know what your favorite who your favorite athlete is and why like I said sure there's a couple of votes I, like, I like, no. like like my three athletes are actually a mixed sort of thing like Westbrook because he's just a hurricane sort of like just floating through cam Smith because he's just chilled and controls everything and then Matt Fraser is just like shit talker yeah like I don't know so I've got sort of one of each there um, but yeah let us know who your favourite athletes are and if you're still listening and you're not a member of the gym come down to Smith's Fitness you can find us at 2 Helmshaw Way Port Kennedy on the corner of Blackburn Drive we've got everything you need to get fit and strong you've got the help that you need from myself and Troy whether you are a complete beginner or a competitive athlete get yourself down to Smith's Fitness you can find Troy at Troy Abbott PT on Instagram and at Strengthletics on Facebook. And you can find myself on Facebook, Smiths Fitness, and Instagram, Smiths underscore fitness. Until then, stay busy getting strong. Peace.